witness, bear witness to the greatest park has ever created, the smelling sock starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Fimo, I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Loma, I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Canelo, hook right crowds, smelling song. Pacquiao, yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Charlo, I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Spence, I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Bud, I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Fury, yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Wilder, yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get this money song. I'ma knock him out, get this money song. Punch. Yeah, baby. You already know this is Punch Ron Boxing, aka Mr. Moon. Won't shine himself. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you at. Whatever time zone you at, wherever you at in this side of heaven, I hope you doing very, very well. Ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, you already know how I started. My condolences go out to the people that have been affected by this coronavirus. We adjusting to this. The human race is going to beat this. The human race is going to overcome this. It's going to take some time, but we're going to overcome it because that's what we do. That's what the human race do. We overcome. We're survivors. I can't wait till boxing comes back, y'all. Of course, I can't wait till normality sits back in. I can't wait till boxing comes back, y'all. I mean, I'm, are, we, we, are we tired looking at the old flicks? Of course, they're going to be legendary fighters, legendary fights, but I'm actually kind of tired looking at those old flicks. I mean, I already got YouTube. I can look at it anytime I want. I want some new fights. I want to see some new potential mega fights, new potential legendary boxers go at it. And we're going to be talking about this one young phenom, this young lion, this special fighter, potentially could be a Hall of Famer, potentially could be a legend. Javante Tank Davis, Baltimore's pride, champion. But I believe that a lot of people, you can, you can hear the, 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 the trips, you can hear the tweets, you can hear the people in the social media, in the, in, in, the, um, in the comment boxes, you hear it. I believe a lot of people's waiting on his downfall. I don't believe people are praying for his downfall. But I, I think people are seeing that this could potentially happen because of the moves that people feel is not beneficial to his potential. Is Javante Tank Davis heading to self-destruction? I mean, of course, he got two lanes. Is he heading to be that legendary fighter that we think he could be? Because he is special. When we talk about Javante Tang Davis or when we critique Javante Tang Davis, we never. I mean, in the sport of boxing, I never hear anybody actually critiquing his skills. 23 wins, 22 knockouts. He's knocking everybody out and their mama. And I'm going to tell you like this. Javante Tang Davis is Mike Tyson's favorite fighter. Favorite young fighter. Man, and you know that Mike Tyson is a historian in the sport of boxing. If Mike Tyson likes you. Because I'm going to say it like this. Mike Tyson Jones just don't go out in interviews and, and talk about other, uh, other young fighters. He could, he could be talking about old fighters, legendary fighters. The only young fighter that he actually really talk about is Javon Tan David. That's his favorite fighter. I and mean, that's Mike Tyson's favorite fighter. And you know Mike Tyson knows his shit about boxing. Then Javon Tan Davis is a special fighter. Or a potential one. 
But we could see it in skills. We his skills. You already know we don't not doubt Javante Tank Davis skills. But skills ain't everything. You also is a mental game. It's a smart person's game. Smart people win. Dumb people lose. It's not if you're the strongest. It's not if you're the most athletic. It's you're the smartest. This ain't checkers. This is chess. The sweet signs is a physical chess match. And Javante Tang Davis should know it because he is signed under boxing Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Flo made with a junior. Self-proclaimed TPE. But of course, Flo Mayweather Jr. is one of the best dudes that ever laced them up. And probably the best technician that ever laced them up. Constant professional when it comes to the sport of boxing. Always prepared, always ready, always in shape. But it seems like Javante Tang Davis is not trying to follow in the footsteps of Flo Mayweather. Even if he's under him. Because in the current state right now. We see Floyd Mayweather Jr. in the gym all day, working with young fighters, working with Devin Haney. And we're going to get to that a little bit, you know, a little later on. And then we're just looking at it. We're looking at all these videos and we're like, yo, what's the Javon's Tank Davis? Where the hell he at? He should be in the TNT gym, yo. Floyd Mayweather out there working out. Where is this guy? I mean, we see Devin Haney, we see Roley, but what is, where is Tank though? Tank got a big fight coming up. Leo Santa Cruz, pay-per-view. Where is Tank Davis? Social media, he's out there dirt biking. Mm. And he doesn't look like he got that six-pack. He does look like he got that two-month, three-months, you know, three-month-year-old belly, month-old belly, you know, <laughs> belly popping out that T-shirt. And look, I can understand, I can understand that when you're not contracted to fight, a lot of these fighters, they love to eat. I mean, I don't expect everybody to be in the gym for 24-7, but there are fighters out there in the gym in 24-7. There's a lot of fighters out there that are gym rats. Those gym rats are those people that stay in shape in between those, those fights. They dedicated to the game, dedicated to the craft, dedicated to getting better, dedicated to putting more tools in the toolbox. I don't think Javante Tang Davis is up for that. It seems like right now, Javante Tang Davis is running on talent. Running on physical ability. But he ain't putting all tools in the toolbox. Gains too much weight in between fights. And I just don't understand why at this moment he is not training with Mr. Miyagi, a.k.a. Floyd Mayweather Jr. Especially... Floyd Mayweather's not traveling, he's not in Japan, he's not in Europe, he's no, he's in his gym every day, all day, and he's working out as well. This is the time Javante Tank Davis should take his ass to the TMT gym, but recent, I put a video up on YouTube, go follow me, go subscribe me, uh, subscribe to my channel, Punch Run Boxing, the best boxing channel in in the tube, you already know. Had a video talking about Javante Tang Davis. And he, has, he had a tweet 
saying that he was planning to go to Las Vegas and um, to camp. But now, those plans, but I'm no longer going with it. That's what he said. That's what he tweeted. <laughs> Probably because he saw Flo Mayweather training Devin Haney, who was in the same um, division. He's going to be facing him one day. It's a potential fight. Highly potential. Could be inevitable. Javante Tan Davis was like, yo, what the hell? You know, he caught feelings, man. Javante Tan Davis caught feeling when he saw those videos of Floyd Mayweather training Devin Haney. Because we never seen that video when, when, when it's Javante Tan Davis. I mean, we see Floyd Mayweather sitting down, sitting in the ring. But actually doing the mitt work with Javante Tan Davis, we never seen that before. I ain't never seen it. Have you? No, you haven't. Javante Tan Davis seems like he's heartbroken. He seems like he's heartbroken, y'all. Tan Davis must be sounding like this. He called Floyd. Floyd, how can you do this to me? Why? I see you. You betrayed me. Yes, you. You betrayed me. How dare you train Devin Haney? The dream. I thought I was your tank. I thought it was me. I thought I was your prodigy. I thought I was your tank. And you know what? I'm talking about you. I'm talking to you, Floyd. You know what? I feel like an empty tank. I feel like a fish out of water. That's how it seems in the Twitter feed. Devontae Tang Davis caused some type of feeling. Some type of feeling. And a lot of people feel like, nah, nah, nah. Come on, man. Come on, Punch. Come on, Mr. Moonshine. It's not that serious. You know that Floyd Middle been working out with Devin Haney for since he was here high. You know that. Come on, man. Don't, don't, don't bring that thing up. Man, you know I break things down unbiasedly, logically, and objectively. It does look like that. And Devontae Tang Davis tweet. Made me, made me feel even more that he's kind of saucy about it. He's kind of saucy about it. Because can you imagine if Devin, if Devin Haney was training with Oscar De La Hoya, don't you think that Ryan Garcia would have been mad? Don't you think Ryan Garcia would have caught feelings? Like for real, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. I thought I was golden boy. I thought I was the next golden boy. You're going to train Devin Haney. Devin Haney is my arch nemesis. How dare you? Oscar. Oscar. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell everyone about the lingerie party. We had a... <laughs> Guys, don't take me serious, y'all. Don't be catching feelings. You already know, man. This is punch boxing, man. We got to gotta be comedic about it, too. Be like, yo, what you talking about? Yo, 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 punch. Yo, chill out, chill out. Yo, I don't sound like that. You want to fight? <laughs> nah, I ain't trying to fight nobody. Yeah, my Monday day awards, Monday gladies. Y'all already know how I see y'all, but it's kind of funny, though. But Javante Tank Davis, this not, I mean, we're just, this is the current state right now, but it feels like Javante Tank Davis it's leading to self-destruction. It didn't start now. It actually started in 2017. 2017. 
You already know. Javon St. Davis had the title. About to make a defense. I think it was the second defense. Versus Francisco Fronseca. And he missed weight. Missed weight to the point that he got stripped by the IBF. And you know the IBF is some strict belt federation. They don't play. They ain't like the WBC. The, you know, the WBC right now, I don't know. They make a decision like they was drinking Don Julio and tequila. I thought the WBC was a prestige belt federation, but it looks like they losing their, you know, their touch. They just doing some stupid shit. I don't know what the fuck they doing. Excuse my language. I know what the fuck they doing. Maurice Sudamon, you test you, you tell him and, t- and tell him what why the hell you got the franchise belt or making all these decisions. He'd be like, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it because yeah, you don't want to understand me and and don't worry. I know what I'm doing and we're trying something new. We cannot stay in the past. But you know, eh, Lomachenko will fight the Fima Lopez and will be undisputed. I don't, you know, the franchise can you can lose the belt, but you still could be undisputed. I don't know. Just don't ask me a question about it, okay? <laughs> yeah, man, the WBC is wild. But 2017, Javon St. Davis lost the IBF, got stripped by the IBF versus Francisco Fonseca because he did not come to wait, meaning he was not prepared, meaning he was unprofessional. Because if you don't understand the sport of boxing, man, that's very unprofessional to the other guy. Because you, he might lose a chance. This is his chance to become a champion. This is an opportunity. And if, you, and if, you know, I mean, in that situation, if he would have won, he would have got the belt. But if he would have lost, it still would have been vacate, vacated. But that's very unprofessional to you. To, to, it's like almost a disrespect to your opponent as well. Because easily, the, the, the you know, you don't know the Bell Federation be like, yo, the fight is off. Or the other party would be like, you know, the fight is off. So that was the first hiccup. And of course, Javante Tang Davis later on, he tweeted, I'm young, I'm growing, I had a chance to make the way I knew I couldn't make it. And that's that. I will have a belt again. He apologized to the fans, he apologized to his supporter, supporters, but he didn't apologize to the fighter. I mean, not, not, not that I heard of. That's the first person you want to apologize, your opponent. But it didn't stop there, y'all. He didn't learn from being stripped. He also missed weight in his first go around versus Hugo Ruiz. Luckily, he made a second way in. But then it's becoming a trend right now. In his last Five fights, three of the three of his last five fights, he's been missing weight. Even in his last fight. Thinking that he was gonna be moving up to the 135 pounds, and we thought, you know what? He's gonna come in weight. You know, more money you put in your in your more money you put in your pocket, the more food you put in your stomach. His last fight was against Gamboa. He missed weight again. It's becoming a trend. Is becoming the regular for Javante Tang Davis, right? He missed weight again. The WBA gave him two hours to make weight. This is when you know the political, it gets political when it comes to the sport of boxing. I ain't never seen in the sport of boxing give any fighter two hours to make weight. Two hours? 
A Kenyan dude can run a marathon in two hours. They's basic. That's political. They just wanted Devin Haney not to lose the belt or to be or to be a champion, so they could the, the W. So he could represent the WBA. You know it's political. It was in Georgia. It was all about Javon Tan Davis. Unprofessional once again. Unprofessional once again. I mean, what is going on? What is going on? Like Marvin Hagler said, what? I'm just paraphrasing. It's hard to wake up as a millionaire. It's hard to wake, wake up when you're sleeping in it's hard to run miles while you're sleeping on silk sheets. Something like that. I don't know. What is going on with Javante Tang Davis? What is going what is really going on in this young man's mind? Missed weight. Physically abused his baby mama in front of thousands. Went viral, meaning in front of millions. And that could be played time and time again. You can't even erase that. He's going to keep seeing it. His baby mama going to keep seeing it. And maybe his daughter, when she grows up. Beautiful angel, beautiful daughter. God bless his daughter. God bless Javante Tank Davis and everybody in his family and his friends and things of that nature. Let me just say this right now because this is nothing about me putting out no fighter. Because at the end of the day, I do this because I love these fighters. I love fighters. These platforms I create and I'm a part of because I want to uplift the sport that I love. But even though I'm uplifting, we also got to be checking them. We also got to hold them accountable because, of course, they are role models. Whether they want to they want to believe it, whether they want to be in that position, you are. You got a lot of people that's looking up to you. You got a lot of people that's looking up to you, a lot of kids that are looking up to you that, that got no guidance. You know, a lot of role models be like, yo, yo, your parents should be your role model. There's a lot of kids that don't got good, good parents. And they look up to you like you was a dream. Like you a dream. Like you made it out. But I don't really know what's going on with Javante Tang Davis, y'all. I really don't know what's going on. Maybe is he overwhelmed with fame? I mean, when you grow up in the way that he grew up, shout out to his trainer, Calvin. Matter of fact, for taking care of Javante Tang Davis and, and building the fighter that we see in the day in the ring. Is he overwhelmed with, overwhelmed with fame? Now, look, I know a lot of people be like, yo, look how he's spending his money. Look how he's acting and things of that nature. Look, you never been, a lot of people never been poor, never been, you know, the type of person that got out the hood, and remember when you made out when you make it out the hood, and you and you get, and you make that type of money, and the people around you don't got none. You feel like you're responsible for being that person to spread the wealth and bring along those, um, you know, the people that you was with down. I mean, raised friends with, associates with. You don't want to see you. You you don't want to feel like damn. You just made it, and I see you out the hood, and 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 you forgot about your people. I understand that type of feeling. I understand that type of mindset. Is he overwhelmed with fame? Maybe he's just not comfortable in the element of being in Vegas or being around new people. Now that he's rich, a lot of people like even myself. I was saying in the video 
excuse me about his relationship with Floyd Mayweather. I mean, people think that just because Floyd Mayweather is who he is, that all of, all of a sudden you think there's going to be having great chemistry. Maybe they don't got chemistry. Maybe they, maybe they don't got the chemistry Devin Haney got with Floyd Mayweather. They, maybe that's not the chemistry. Maybe Javante Davis don't see Floyd Mayweather as a cool dude. Maybe. Maybe Javante, Dave, Javante Tang Davis doesn't relate to Floyd Mayweather. Maybe they got different personality that just it doesn't match well. Maybe. Because a lot of people always want to look at his um how Floyd Mayweather or how he should be with Floyd Mayweather, how she be his friend, and how she he should be chasing Floyd Mayweather. But maybe he don't want to chase him. Maybe this is just a business relationship. Maybe this is just a business relationship. And people also gotta respect that too. Because at the end of the day, Floyd Mayweather is making money off of Javante Tang Davis. It's inevitable that Javante Tang Davis is going to be a professional athlete anyway, a professional fighter. Whoever he was going to sign, he could be signed with Eddie Hearn, Oscar De La Hoya, Bob Arum, just stick to Al Heyman. Anybody. He was, st- he's, he was going to make it. He's bound to make it. So it's not like, yo, Floyd Mayweather is not making money off of him. And it's also it, it was also a, a alarming that in his last fight, was supposed to be a big, big fight in Georgia. We didn't see Floyd Mayweather actually promoting Javante Tang Davis. Maybe Javante, maybe he's seen Javante Tang Davis and he sees something like there's going to be a letdown. There's going to be a downfall pretty, pretty soon. Maybe Floyd Mayweather's seen what we are actually talking about right now. Again, Floyd Mayweather knows. He's a constant professional, always stays in shape. He knows when somebody's like, mm. maybe Flo Mayweather does see a lot of weakness in Javante Tang Davis, but a lot of people can't identify it because they're not fighters. They don't got the mind. They're not geniuses in the ring. They're not gen- geniuses in the sport. The way Flo Mayweather sees things, the way that Bernard Hopkins sees things, the way other great technicians see things and they see how you are when you're off. Well, I mean, when you're not in, in contracted to fight, they see. Let me see his body. Oh, man, he's weak, man. A great fighter, a great thinker, a great mind is going to beat this kid. Probably Floyd Mayweather's looking at that. Hmm? We know that Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather wanted Javante Tan Davis to be in Vegas. Davis ain't trying to be in Davis. He's trying to chill with the people. He's trying to go to the club. I know you can't go to the club right now, but I'm just speaking before pre-coronavirus. Just want to go, want to go to the club, want to chill. He got a charge. He got, he got to think about. He got arrested a couple of months ago. We know that. It's not, it's not looking great. It's not looking promising right now. And it's not because of his skills. It's because, it's because about his decisions. We're not believing. We're not trusting his decision making right now. I don't know what's going on. What's really going on with the mind of this kid? Maybe he is. I'm going to tell you like this. When you make a yes, you got to get a lot of yes men. And I hope that Javante Tan Davis, one of his people, is listening to this. If you his friend, if you his friend, I would love to one of his friends be like, you know, my man, what you doing in Baltimore? What you doing in the hood? Get the hell out of here, bro. A lot of ish can happen out here. Yeah, 
You may be feeling yourself. You might be in the clouds. You think that everybody loves you. Not everybody loves you. Everybody's waiting to get you. There's going to be half of the people that's waiting to get at you. You coming into the lion's den. You can't be flashing all that jewelry and things like that. Because at the end of the day, you're only flashing it amongst poor people. Among people that don't have it. People that is hungry. And it's like that. It's a culture where you, uh, it's the hip-hop culture, the rapper culture, that you made it out the hood and you want to bring, and you want to floss to your people. You may think it's motivation, motivation, but they may, but there might be people that see it like it's a slap in the face and you're trying to show off in front of me. You may be bragging without talking. A real friend be like, yo, my man, go to floor meal right now, man. He's in the gym right now. Take advantage. Right now, Javon Tane Davis in the self-quarantine. Think about it. We've been in self-quarantine for like, what, two months? Man, Javon Tane Davis could have been in the gym and the power, just just putting tools in the toolbox, just just getting all that information or getting all that wisdom by Flo Mayweather for two months straight on the power. That's a class. That's a PhD. And I know they probably, of course, Flo Mayweather have uh, have. You know, gave him some gems, have taught him a lot of things. And Javante Tang Davis also has great minds around him in the sport of boxing. But ain't nothing like Floyd Mayweather. You got to take advantage the way Devin Haney is taking advantage. You got to grind like Devin Haney. This is life or death. This is the life or death sport, my brother. It's going to go fast. You know what happened to a lot of fighters? There's a lot of let down. You know what happened to Mike Tyson? And Javante Tan Davis can't keep using the excuse or Leonard Ellaby, Leonard Ellaby, stop using the excuse that he's a young man and he got to go through this stop. He's a grown man with a child. Take the training wheels off. Take the pacifier off. Come on. Stop enabling this, y'all. Whoever want to enable it, stop enabling this. If you're a true friend, tell his ass, yo, my man, get the hell out the hood. Get the hell out of Baltimore. Go to Las Vegas, man, and work on your craft, bro. We're always going to be here. You're not missing nothing. You're not missing nothing. There's people that got that I know that was locked up 10 years and they come back to the same hunt and be like, yo, yo, moon. Shit is still the same out here, bro. The same people in the same corner. You ain't missing nothing, Devin Haney. You're not missing nothing. I'm sorry, not Devin Haney. I'm sorry. Javante Tank Davis. Davis, Tank, you're not missing nothing. Get the hell out of Baltimore. Go work on your craft. Bro, you're still young. You could retire before even 30. You could, be, you could have great fights and retire at 31, 30. Easy. But I don't know what's going on. All we know, all we really know, that he's not dedicated as we think he should be. And we don't want to see a great potential fighter go to waste. That's something that we all know. That's something that we do see. That's something that we identify with right now when we're watching the, the journey of Javante Tang Davis. We don't want to see a waste of talent, bro. A lot of people want to refer him to, oh, um, Adrian Brown. He's going to be another Adrian Brown. And let me tell you like this. I think that people need to stop blaming Adrian Brown for everybody else's fuck up. Just because they chilling with Adrian Broner, when they doing good, they not blame it on Adrian Broner. But when they doing bad, they blame it on them. They don't give Adrian Broner the props when Javon Tang Davis is knocking everybody out. But then it's his fault if he's missing weight. I don't think it's fair. 
If Robert Easter Jr. is, is losing, it's Adrian Broner's fault. Javon St. Davis is losing, it's Adrian Broner's fault. Errol Spence is losing. On the car crash, it's Adrian Broner, man. He's been dealing with Adrian Broner. He started drinking and stuff like that, going to the club, going to the strip club. It's Adrian Broner's fault. We need to stop that. Let's stop blaming Adrian Broner. This is, this is the blame Adrian Broner party. Because when they, when those guys win, when, when, when Errol Spence beat Porter, when Javante St. Davis knock out everybody, when Robert Easter Jr. wins, ain't nobody ain't nobody saying, ain't nobody giving props to Adrian Broner. We need to stop that. That's another way of people were trying to enable um, um, Javon Tank Davis, trying to make an excuse. Give him an excuse. Give him the victimhood. She, nah, uh-uh. All these people got to take accountability for the way they moved their career. And Javante Tank Davis, Davis is a grown man. He still haven't had that legendary fight. Still haven't had that legendary fight. And it's going to pick up right now. Leo Santa Cruz, Javante Tang Davis, who you got? They're going to be fighting in 130. Can he still make 130, y'all? I mean, he's missing weight in 135. Thank you. I mean, the WBA gave him a solid, gave him a real favor because we ain't never going to see that in the sport of boxing. Somebody getting two hours just to make weight. For that, everybody should miss weight. Because you tell me right now, I could be weighing five, to three to four pounds over my the weight limit. And you give me two hours? Two hours? Man, that's a whole workout. Two hours, I run five miles, and then I'll do some sprint work, run the stairs, do all that. Man, I'll come back to the scales and drop like four pounds, three pounds and a half or something. Water weight, you know that. And then sit in the sauna like for 15 minutes? Come on. There's going to be a fighter out there that's going to decline and be like, nah, I ain't fighting this dude. How much money is this guy paying when he's missing weight? Is the is Davis paying, or the maybe with the promotion is paying? And maybe Floyd Mayweather may like, I ain't trying to give no money for free. What the fuck are you doing? He's been a champion before, but it's not like he's beaten known names. Pedraza, Wash, Fonseca. Ruiz, Kuehler, or Sueller, whatever you want to pronounce it, Nunez, Gamboa, it's not household names. Gamboa, of course, ex-Olympian, yes, we give, give him a prize, but come on, Gamboa was 38 years old and had a Nikita, he still could have get him out there. Blame it on the weight. Can you imagine how he was stressing himself? See, th this is the problem too. People are going to be like, yo, he's going to make weight versus Leo Santa Cruz. This pay-per-view is a lot of money in the table. This is what I'm going to say. Yes, you can make weight. But it's going to be healthy. It's going to have a camp that's working on your tools. More than just sharpening up your tools. It's working on your tools. Of, are you coming with a great game plan? Or are you going to go to fat camp and use this camp as a, a, you know, just to cut weight? How much weight are you going to be cutting? 35, 40? I don't know, y'all, man. I don't know. All we know is this this. Young fighter, this young lion, this young warrior, this young gladiator got the potential to be great. He got the potential to actually lead this new era. He could be the face of boxing. I'm not just talking about one of the face of boxing. He could be the cash cow, the face of boxing if he wants. He got momentum with his supporters. 
And you know it's very, very hard to be an American fighter and get that type of loyal support. We all know that. You know in American boxing, they don't support like that. This kid got a fan base. He got momentum. And one thing that he got is what a lot of fighters can't get, even if they got the momentum. They can't bring the ladies out. Javante Tang Davis is bringing the ladies out. Ryan Garcia is bringing the ladies out. Just like Pretty Boy Floyd did, and just like Oscar De La Hoya did. And of course, the golden boy, he brought all the girls out. But you saw how Georgia was? Half of that crowd was girls. They love the kid. He's going to bring him out, bring him out, bring him out. Is it going to last though? Is it going to last? I mean, Javante Tan Davis talks with his hands. He don't even talk that much. And that's what we like about Javante Davis. I mean, if you don't like Davis, it's because you don't like Floyd Mayweather. Because when you look at Davis, you look at Floyd Mayweather because he's under Mayweather promotions. But at the end of the day, the dude don't talk a lot of trash. He's, you know, he pushed Gamboa, but it looks that it even looked out of character. He don't need to do that. His hands do the talking. He seems like a humble kid. Let me not say kid, a young man. He don't need to do all that brash talking. He don't need to be boisterous. He's already getting the, the type of notoriety. He's type of, he's still getting the fans. Got great social media um numbers. Ready a champion, a regular champion. Do you really think he was ready for a Lomachenko right now? Hell no. Uh-uh. But I don't even know he's going to make 130 pounds. If he couldn't really make it. He was already missing weight two years ago. And the dude is getting more money. Getting richer. Eating better. Maybe he's not hungry no more. Maybe he's not hungry no more. How can you be hungry when you have it all? Remember, my our ceiling is not his ceiling. Maybe he accomplished everything he dreamed of. Maybe for him it was just to make it to the pros and become a champion. And he did that. Maybe his dream wasn't to become undisputed. Maybe his dream wasn't to become a Hall of Fame. Maybe he was, his dream wasn't to become the greatest of all time. Maybe he just wanted to get out the hood and get some money. That's it. Maybe that was his dream. And can you knock it? Because he's not exceeding our potential. Well, not our potential. But he's not exceeding, um, how you say, not the potential, but I can't find the word for it right now. But he's not exceeding the potential that we set for him. That's not fair either. It's like it's almost like if you have a plan for me. Like anybody out there, you got a plan for me, yo, 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 moonshine to accomplish to have um, a million, 1.2 million followers in a year. And me, let's say my plan is just to have 30,000, right? That's my goal, 30,000. And if I don't get 30,000, you're going to be like, oh, he's slacking. But in my mind, I'm like, that's all I wanted to reach. You feel me? You understand what I'm trying to say, y'all? Maybe our expectations are not his expectations. In the end of the day, he's in the ring. That's his career. Maybe we need to ask the right question to get the right answers. 
But of course, a lot of boxers is always going to be like, I want to be the greatest of all time. It's not about the money. It's about me being great and me being Hall of Famer and me being undisputed. I think boxers need to just keep it real because, of course, your action speaks a lot of the words. Javante Tank Davis, it doesn't seem like you you very highly dedicated to the sport. Come on, look at your body first. Should be having a six-pack all day. You're young. Look at the other dudes. Look at Ryan Garcia. Look at Teofimo Lopez. Look at Ennis Boots. Look at Virgil Ortiz. Look at the body when they're not contracted to fight. It's a difference, y'all. It's a difference. And every time you see videos of these guys, they're in the gym. Think about it right now. When you, when's the last time you saw Teofimo Lopez in the gym working out? Devin Haney in the gym working out with the guy that Tank Davis should be working out with. Boots Ennis in the gym. Virgil Ortiz in the gym. Where are all these dudes at? Dudes at. So, um, I really don't know if Davis is going to be coming out and he's going to be healthy to fight Leo Santa Cruz. I even do, I even project that he's going to be Leo Santa Cruz, but I don't know. See, it's not even about skills. It's, it, the thing is, it's where his head is at. Where is he at mentally? But this is a great division that we're watching right now. And talking about Lumachenko, Lumachenko, Teofimo Lopez is ready to get it on, y'all. They ready to get it on. Woo! They ready to get it on. Come on, they ready to get it on. I'm hyped. They ready to get it on. I'm hyped. Yeah. Lumachenko, Loma versus Fimo. They winning the fight. They ain't trying to even take a tune-up. Forget the tune-up. They trying to get it on right now. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Yeah, they wouldn't get it on with or without the fans. This is a legacy fight. This is why I respect Tifa Lopez so much. Now, of course, of course, I respect, of course, Lumachenko, regarded as top three pound-for-pound pound dude in the sport of boxing, of course. But damn, Teofimo Lopez right now, he don't even need to take this fight. If you think about it, at this age, he could still be growing. He could be doing the same thing a lot of these young fighters are doing. You know, he probably still would have had his training wheels on. But no, 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 not Teofimo Lopez. Teofimo Lopez got that retro mentality, y'all. He got that retro mentality. And that's what we love. That's what you've been missing in the sport of boxing. Too many cherry picking, too many marination. Nah, I ain't trying to marinate nothing, man. I know how to cook quick. Hand me that toaster. I ain't trying to cook no stewed chicken. Give me that toaster, man. I'll microwave. <laughs> He's moving fast. He's moving his career fast. He's doing what the guys in the, back in the days was doing. Think about it when we saw the, the, the best fights back in the days. They was young. Well, Fred Benitez, 17 years old. World champion. Teofimo Lopez is in that mentality. He's in that class. Yeah, I said it. He's in the class of, of, of Go to Board Promotions. I like the Teofimo Lopez. I like the young lines of Teofimo Lopez, Javontae Davis. Especially both of them because both of them got natural power. A lot of people got to work on their power, but these dudes got natural power. That's God gifted right there. 
But Teofimo Lopez is hungry. He's focused. He's dedicated. Shout out to the to, to his pops. Shout out to the whole family, to the whole Lopez family. Love y'all. Love the attitude. Love the camaraderie. Love the, the dynamic duel. And y'all already know I did the um um couple of episodes ago on the podcast. You already know the so- smelling salt podcast. Love that everybody's giving me um, you know, supporting supporting the movement. I was talking about that father's prominent in the sport of boxing. Shouting out Teofimo Lopez Sr. Jr. Doing a great job. Molded his son. Building his son. Aboarding and becoming a man. Teofimo Lopez married. Look like he's focused. He's not, he's not swimming in the clouds. He's realistic. He's real. He's raw. He's what we've been missing in the sport of boxing. That retro mentality. I even got... Fimo beating Loma. Yes, I said it. A lot of people going to be like, come on, Punch. Come on, come on, Muslim Moonshot. What are you talking about? What has he done in the sport of boxing? I don't care. He, he, he knocked out a live champion. A lot of people don't know about these other champions, but you know who Richard Comey was. See, from Lopez, is the, for me, it's the only one that right now is, is that's actually challenging himself at this age. Because even the other champions, they may be, the other young champions, they may be young, but they probably still got the training wheels. I still believe that Shakur Stevenson, also a great talent, but I still believe that age, um, Andre Ward won't be sicking them out to, to other ch- real champions. Why Shakur, why, why, why Shakur Stevenson ain't fighting Gary Russell Jr.? Put him up, put him up, put him up. I dare you, Andre Ward, I dare you. We ain't seen that. And I'm not saying that he can't hang, but I'm just saying. He's already a champion. Everybody going to be gunning for him. If he's a champion and he was prepared to be a champion, then prepare to get those challenges and get those fights. Hmm. Now nah, it makes me believe, like, who was really behind not fighting Triple G and Andre Ward? Hmm. Let's see how the way Andre was going to be moving Steve, uh, um, Shakur Stevenson. Let's see. Let's really see how he moves him. Because the way he moves him, then I'll be like, okay. Now I know who it was. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not going to say that. Andre Ward's one of my favorite fighters too, man. Shout out to Andre Ward. Like the way he's analyzing stuff. Eh, but don't like a little bit of the biasness, of course. He's under ESPN. So you're going to see some bias in this, but I, hope, I, I think that Andre Ward is way better than that. He could do his own thing. Can't, uh, maybe he should, he should have his podcast because the dude, he knows his thing, man. He's, he's a, one of the best fighters out in, of our generations. Pound for pound dude when he left the game. But that's going to be a fight. Bob Aram said that these guys didn't want to take a tune-up in reference to Lomachenko and Teofima Lopez next fight. They ain't trying to take a tune-up. They're trying to fight right now. And of course, it's coronavirus. They got the travel ban. Probably going to be uplifted. They're going to try hard to get um, Lomachenko to America. Man, I can't see. I can't wait for that promotion. I can't wait for these people to talk trash. I can't wait for the for the fathers to be talking trash. You already know, Junior. What you going to be talking? What you going to do, Lomachenko? You ain't nothing. You owe you shit. You ain't going to do nothing to my son. My son is going to knock you. I ain't even going to last two rounds. He's going to knock you easier. He's going to knock you easier like he knocked out Richard Comey. 
I dare you to come. You better grab the banana bow and come to America. Oh, you scared. You scared. <laughs> you know, Tiafim Lopez Sr. has got that passion. You scared. Everybody scared of my son. I told you I predicted this. I predicted this. He was going to win. I told him it was going to take two years to fight Lomachenko. I'm not Shadamas in here. Forget LeVar Ball. I'm the real dude. I'm the real pops up in this piece. <laughs> Lomachenko, you know his pops too. Prestige trainer himself. But you know, he's chill. He, he talk like the godfather. Don't worry. My son will get you. You just be prepared. You just be prepared because when my son gets in the ring with your son, <laughs> you're going to see the Matrix. Yes. You're going to see everything you've never seen. <laughs> you're going to see. You're going to see Lomachenko. I don't, I, you know, I don't care. I do what I have to do in the ring. You don't scare me. I fought so many times. Uh, I'm not scared of Fimo Lopez. He's a good fighter. He's young. But he's not going to do nothing to me. He's not going to do nothing. Because I am a good fighter. And... I am pound for pound, and I don't care. Whatever, whatever he has, I seen and I neutralize his every team and every power he may have. That's the only thing he probably have good. But I am Lumachenko, okay? Other <laughs> <laughs> impersonation is kind of dope, huh? But that's going to be a good fight. I hope it's going to be in New York. But maybe they're trying to look at LA. I don't know. But I w- or Vegas. I wish it's New York, man. With it, with, without the fans, man. In the Mecca. Madison Square Garden, man. Come on, man. Make it happen, Bob. I'll make it happen, Moonshine. Don't worry. I'm going to make it happen. Uh, I'll make it happen. I told you. Um, I don't care what they say. Um, I don't care if there's fans there or not. I mean, I got like 10 more years to live, so. I don't care. I just want to see the best fights before I pass away. You know who I am. Bob Arum, a.k.a. Dinosaur. But that's going to be a good fight, man. There's a lot of things in the sport of boxing right now, man, that we we waiting for. And all the people talking about, right? all the boxers are talking about they're going to fight in September. Stop it. Everybody's saying they're going to fight in September. Come on, stop. It's funny, all these promoters, all these fighters. Yeah, we're going to fight in September. You got Lomachenko, uh, 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 Lomachenko, from Lopez, September. You got who else? Who else? Who else? Joshua. Joshua and um, Pulev, September. Daddy Super Garcia's Earl Spin, September. Eno Uwe versus Casiamero, September. What the hell are these guys? What y'all listening to? Hmm? Green Day? September? Stop That's what happened In the sport of boxing That's why man We just can't believe A lot of things That come out Of a lot of people's mouth Really just give us a date Stop hook winking the crowd Stop hook winking the fans Come on man Not everybody Gonna be fighting In September Stop it Canelo Alvarez Billy Joe saw In the September Mexican Independent Day Yo pelea En septiembre What do you think About that fight y'all Oh my god Canelo Alvarez Billy Joe Saunders He gonna whoop that ass too Read any to analyze on that fight. Really, nothing to analyze. You know what I was thinking about too when Javante Tan Davis caught that case when he was Ike, Ike Turner, his baby mama. 
I'm not gonna say Ike Turner, but um, you know, he put his hands on. You know, ain't no close fit, but I'm just saying, ain't look good. Ain't look good. But Billy Joe Saunders, he was talking about when he was punching a heavy bag, and he was talking about that. This is the way you know in self quarantine, you got problem with the with your with your lady. Um, this is the way you hit her, and this, and you know, he got suspended the B, the BB, the BCC or something. Somebody in 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 the UK organization, of UK, they suspended his boxing license, and they ain't doing nothing to Javante Tank Davis. Damn. Damn, this guy actually put, was physical with his baby mom. This guy was just talking and making a joke out of it. And he got suspended. And they talk about white privilege. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Black privilege. Nah, you know, I hate to raise bait, y'all. Y'all know, y'all follow my channel. You know, I don't like to raise bait. I'll culture bait, but I don't like to raise bait. Because we're one race, baby. We're one. But it's, it, it was kind of, because you know what it is? Some people was coming at me and they say, yo, oh, why you don't, I know that you're talking about them Haiti and his racist comments. And I know you're talking about Javante Davis, but we never hear you go down on what Sergey Kovalev did. And I don't hear you say what Billy Joe Saunders did. And did it, did it. And, um, they're trying to make it a race thing. Come on, man. Stop. Look at the, look at the privilege, though. People were saying Javante Tan Davis would say, see, and, and, and this was it is. even, even, I was talking about the enabling part. That when he does wrong, or he's in a club, they blame it on Adrian Broner. Oh, he must be chilling with Adrian Broner. Look, look at Adrian Broner. He got that effect on Javante Tan Davis on his fuck up. When he did that to his baby mamas, everybody was saying, a lot of, a lot of people were saying, oh, that's what happened when you tour with Floyd Mayweather, because we already know in reference to Floyd Mayweather and um, getting locked up, there's some time for allegedly. I'm gonna say allegedly, but he was convicted in you know abusing his, his the children of his mom of, of his the mother of his children. Got rest her soul, Josie Harris. Shout out to the me with a family. And people's blaming that on 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 Floyd. Look at the influence. Look at the influence he got on Javante Tang Davis. We all know where he got that from. He got it from Floyd. He's known for abusing the ladies. We gotta stay away from Floyd. That's another way they're trying to enable uh, um, Javante Tan Davis. So it's not only his friends. It's also, you know, fans. Fans of other fans, too. But Javante Tan Davis is going to have a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. It's going to be a lot of pressure coming from, from probably the promotional company, the network, and himself. Because this is going to be the biggest fight of his career. And if it was the biggest fight of his career, damn it, I wish he was tra training and working out with Floyd Mayweather. Come on, Javante Tan Davis. You got to do what you got to do, man. Come on. Greatness is looking at you. You got a lane that is greatness. You got a lane and it's a downfall. Which one you going to pick? You too good to self-destruct. You too good. And you got the door open to a lot of legends to even talk about it. Hey, go to the Hotbox Podcast and talk to uh, Mike Tyson. He'll listen. He'll invite you. He'll tell you about Buster Douglas. It can happen. I'm not saying Leo Santa Cruz is like a Buster Douglas, but I'm just saying it can happen. And that has nothing to do with skills. It's just your preparation and your level of focusness. Yo, you're going to be rich all your, your whole life, bro. And you're going to be young. 
You could be tired young just thinking about it. I know that life moves fast. It moves fast. I know. There got to be people out there and you got to be his friends to slow him down. To level him. Bring him out the clouds. Buy him a ticket. Tell that you got you going to a spot and you know what? You take him to the airport. Go to Vegas, bro. Get out of here, man. I don't want to see you here. Where's the OGs around um, Javon Tan Davis? Calvin, where you at? You know Calvin. You know when he be, people trying to give Flo Miller the credit. He's like, nah, I built this. I built this. But Calvin, you got to do this. You got to do what you got to do, man. You got to say what you got to say, man. For the meantime, go out there. Go out there. Work with Mr. Miyagi. Go over there, Daniel Son. Daniel Son, go work with Mr. Miyagi, a.k.a. Mayweather. Baltimore is always here. It's not going to go nowhere, man. So, my people, we're going to conclude this episode, episode nine. Everybody go check out, please go check out the new videos I put up in the YouTube channel. It's crazy. It's funny. We're talking about also, ooh, guys, he was talking about that he, that, um, he'd been asking for the Earl Spence fight. Stop it, ooh, guys. Stop it, Ugas. And yeah, I like Ugas a lot. I like Ugas a lot. But you know what, Ugas? Come on. You got to chill. You could fake the fans out there. And I was one of the ones. I even tweeted at Ugas. I'd be like, yo, you got to open your mouth more. You got to say more. You got to say more. Ugas be like, I know. I, I, yo tengo que hablar más. I to talk a little more. So the people can understand that. I'm a big word to wait to. You know, I got to hablar. I got to hablar to. You know, I want to fight. I want to fight. I want to fight Ero Ping. I want to fight eh, Danny, Danny Garcia. I want to fight eh, Keith Thurman. I want to fight Manny Pacquiao. I want to fight. Nobody want to fight me. I asked Al Haim and my friend to give me the er, eh, the Ero Ping fight. Two years. For two years, I asked for the fight. Nothing. I don't get nada. Nothing. I don't like it, my friend. Nah, 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 nah. Come on, Ugas. Be real. Be real. Ugas, be real. Because when you beat Ray Robinson for the eliminator to become a mandatory defense for, uh, uh, for Errol Spence, where Errol Spence... Beat Lamar Peterson. The IBF gave him a, man, a, a, a voluntary to fight Lamar Peterson. And he had to fight immediate, mandatory. If he's gonna fight Lamar, if he was gonna take his voluntary fight with Lamar Peterson, he would have to fight an immediate mandatory. That immediate mandatory was you, you Danis Ugas. It was you. So don't say that you was really asking um, for the fight for two years when the things was actually it was right there in your laps. You was in position to get that fight. You didn't even had to ask nobody because you already know the IBF is strict. He was going to get that fight. But you know what? Al Heyman told you, I know this. Stop. I know this. Told you, hey, my friend. Or Dennis. No, no, no. Hey, Al Heyman, I don't want to hear it. I want to stay here. Hey. Hey. You know, I hook you up. I know, I know, Al Heyman. I know, I know. This is what I want you to do. What do you want me to do? To leave. Hey. I got you. I got you, ooh, guys. Go to the WBC. Just shift to the WBC. Okay, we got a big fight with with um Earl Spence. The networks is behind it. The investors is behind it. You understand what I'm saying? It's a homecoming fight in Dallas. So we don't want to end the screw up. We're going to look explosive. We're going to look good. We don't want to compromise him losing the title to you because of course you're a good you're a good fighter. So move on to the WBC and I'm uh, and I promise do the, go to the WB, WBC ranking. I'm, I promise you you're gonna get a fight with. The winner of Denison Garcia or Sean Porter. I'm going to tell Keith Thurman, 
to vacate the bell, and you're going to get your shot. Don't worry. I got everything handled. You see how Al Heyman moved the pieces, y'all? This is Punch. Yours truly. This is Mr. Moonshine. I got the answers. I got the answers. You remember um, uh, uh, Kanye West? You don't got the answers, man. Moonshine got the answers. Moonshine got the answers. That's what happened. So come on, ooh, guys. Don't say that you was asking for the fight knowing you was already in a position to get the fight. You just did what Al Heyman told you to do. You wasn't Ailey Hefe. You wasn't a boss of your own career. You should have never listened to uh, um, Al Heyman. You should have even challenged Al Heyman. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a fighter. I do this for a living, man. I put my life on the line to get this opportunity. I need that belt. And I need and I need Earl Spence. Everybody said that he's the boogeyman. It was, it's, it's, this is the best fight for me. You let Al Heyman dictate your own career. Your own moves, your own journey, your own dream. So, I highly disagree because I believe that's like a clout that Ugas was was doing. And if you don't follow the if you don't follow the sport of boxing, you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna be like you're gonna let boxers say whatever and you're gonna believe it because that's that's what it is. You know, there's a lot of casual in the sport of boxing. So let's say for example, I say, yo, yo, you ducking me. All the fans are gonna be like, "Yeah, you ducking, yeah, 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 you ducking, Moonshine." But then they don't know the whole story. They don't know boxing because they don't follow boxing all year round. But that's why I'm here for y'all, yo. That's why Mr. Moonshine is here for y'all. Mr. Moonshine is is here for y'all. So I can expose the cloud chasers. So I can expose the lie. Hold them accountable. I break things down unbiasedly, logically, and objectively. That's what I do. I love these fighters, but you ain't gonna put a fast one on me. Uh 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 uh. Not here, not today, not ever. <laughs> but what Uga should do is tell Al Heyman, look, Al, you're not gonna give me the fight with Eropin, okay? I asked for you, you don't want to give it to me. I, you're not going to give me key terming, okay? You're not, for sure, for sure, you're not going to give me a money back here. So, what I want you to do, Tahimim, is let me be the first to come out of the PBC to fight Bo Crawford. Oh, Heyman, listen to me. I beat Bo Crawford, the amateur. I beat him good. Nobody want to fight. Eropin going to fight Danny, key terming, my fight rematch with key, or I don't know what he's going to do. Money, not going to want to fight me. How about I be the first because they will die. I will be the best challenge for Bo Crawford. And I be Bo Crawford. Al Heyman, we will lose. I mean, we will win. <laughs> we will win. I'm sorry. We will win. Because in the for, to be honest, Al Heyman, it looks like that. When it comes for top ranks versus PBC, Bob, or Bob Aram has like 14 wins and you have two. I could get the three. We need some momentum. Give me Bo Crawford. I'm ready to fight. I'm ready in shape right now. Give me that fight because I don't know who I'm going to fight in this PVC. Nobody wants to fight me. So let's go. Or I call Bob and I'm out of here. Or I call Eddie or I'm out of here. Or I call Oscar de la Hoya. I go to Golden Boy because they say he treat the Latino very good. I'm out. Hey, give me, give me fight or I leave. Me voy. Me fui. <laughs> 
That's the fight he should ask for, y'all. But there's a lot of things going to be talked about right now. Of course, we still still we we still doing we still going through this pandemic. We don't know when boxing is really really going to start. So there's going to be a lot of talk. It's going to be a lot of cloud chasing. There's going to be a lot of people lying. It's going to be a lot of people just putting things out there just to keep everybody still talking about the sport of boxing. I'm just going to identify what the truth and what's the, and what's not. But my people, I love y'all. Thanks for listening. This is the beginning. If you want to donate to the channel, if you want to donate to 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 the podcast, you could do it. You go to you go to Cash App, Dollar Sign, Punch Drunk, Dollar Sign, Dollar Sign, P U N S H D R U N K, Punch Drunk. Um. So I love y'all. Merch is coming soon, very, very soon, within the next, with with later this month or the beginning of next month. No, the beginning of next month, I'm sorry. The beginning of next month in June. Merch is out. The t-shirts are already getting printed out. Um, You already know the slogan. Fight plus survive equals true champions. Y'all already know all y'all fighters out there, men and women, you are my modern day warrior, modern day gladiators. I love y'all. Thanks for doing what y'all doing, y'all role models. Um, you know, it's all fun and games. It's all jokes and stuff like that. But I respect y'all to the fullest. I love y'all. Um, all my peoples out there that's supporting me. Love y'all. Keep on supporting. Keep the prayers up. God first, everything second. Everybody, you already know how I feel. Go out there. Seek the relationship with God. Seek it. Build it is the most beautiful relationship you ever gonna you you will be a changed person. You'll be a better person. Um you know the slogan fight um God first, everything second. God bless and on to the next. Hold on, man. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> God bless and on to the next, y'all. <laughs> next episode. Check it out. Go to YouTube. Live stream, happy hour Thursday, you already know.